Hey, hey, and welcome to another podcast by Develop Direction in Life. My name's Richie, and today I've been pondering on how to worry more effectively, if that is possible. Have you ever been in that situation where something was on your mind? You wanted to talk about it, you tried and tried to be listened to, but as you begin to share your thoughts with someone, they don't really give the full attention. Maybe they jump in and immediately try to suggest a solution. Maybe they diminish or dismiss the validity of your worry or even hijack the conversation by countering your worry with one of their own. It can leave you feeling frustrated, not listened to, that you don't matter. It can leave you feeling silly, worthless, not valued or respected. When you worry but give no real attention or time to it, when you give no space to listen, then your response to that worry is like when someone doesn't listen to you. And that worry may then think, stuff this, I will get your attention, so it pops back up again and again, bigger and stronger. With more arms and legs. We may worry about now, about the past, about the future, how we look, what other people think about us, whether we are good enough. We may worry about money, bills, jobs, careers, business, family, life. The list can grow longer and longer. We all worry, it's human nature, and it's okay to worry from time to time. If you think about it, worrying is an attempt to problem solve. Worrying about something that maybe has happened or is going to happen and, and its consequences. But with worrying, you remain in that cycle, that negative cycle of event and consequences and never move to the more positive element of solving the problem, finding a resolution. I'm reminded now of this quote which reads, Worrying is like a rocking chair. It will give you something to do, but it won't get you anywhere. And of course, when worries keep popping up during the day, you don't give it your full attention and at the same time you become distracted from what you are doing at the same time. Excessive worrying, repetitive worrying, obsessive worrying, it's all unhealthy and it leads to anxiety, stress and illness. Its effects spreads beyond the problem and into other areas of life. So today, I thought I'd share with you a technique to managing worries more effectively, which you may find useful. Today, I'm suggesting that you deliberately worry. What, what, what? Did I just say deliberately worry? Yes, I did indeedy. Making time each day to deliberately worry provides a time, space and attention to listen and manage your worries. Let me explain a little more. 
scheduling a time to worry each day, your worry time can benefit you and serve as a tool in your self-care toolkit. Worry time is a specific time in a day which you dedicate to addressing your worries. Setting aside this time then allows you to focus your attention on those nagging worries, anxieties and problems which have been nipping away at you. First of all, choose a place and a time of the day when you know that you can give your full attention to your worries which have been bouncing around inside you. A time and a place where you can be undistracted for say, up to 10, 20 minutes max. Choose that same time each day and commit to it and it can become then a habit as part of your daily routine of self-care. However, I wouldn't recommend having worry time later in the evening before you retire to bed for obvious reasons. So, during the day, as and when those worries pop up, acknowledge them and respond. Tell yourself that you will give this your attention later during your planned worry time. This allows you then to park the worry for the time being and avoid it preoccupying you and churning over and over in the meantime. You now have your planned worry time and the rest of your day is a worry-free zone. If you find that lots of different worries keep popping up during the day, then it may be useful to write them down to remind you come worry time. And writing them down can also help you to temporarily disengage with it until worry time. But then again, here's a thought. If you didn't write them down and you tried to remember them, come worry time, if you can't remember what that worry was, could it be that it wasn't such a big thing after all? and is passed on through. So, now to worry time. Maybe you have the makings of a list already written down. If not, then spend the next few minutes having a brain dump, just writing down all of those things which are worrying you. At the same time, emptying your mind of its load and creating space. Just doing this first step can be cathartic and revealing, seeing it all written down. You may find that some of the original worries have since resolved themselves or moved on through, so these can now be discarded. Drawing a line through these is a quick win and makes you feel good. Now to what's left on the list. Take some time to consider which of those worries you have control over or a degree of influence and then take these worries and put them in order of importance. Then it's a case of starting at the top of the list and working your way through them one worry at a time. Take that worry and give it time to talk to you. Give the time to listen. Don't cut the worry off by diminishing it. Don't immediately dive in to find a solution. Allowing that time and space gives the worry the opportunity to tell its story. After all, it's a thought that you have created. Along with it, a story created about the situation. A 
course which has been stabled for some time has all its energy contained and when first released into the field will race around left and right, up and down, legs kicking powerfully, expelling all that pent up energy before it calms down and stands peacefully. It's the same with a worry, allow it the time and space to release and then it will settle ready for you to explore. The worry may race around left and right, creating scenarios, stories, extreme or whatever, but it will settle. For once it's been heard, then you can begin to make sense of the situation in the light of day and move forwards towards identifying action that you can take. And this stage is a great opportunity to observe things, your thoughts, your feelings. I mean, do you feel any different on revisiting that worry than you did when it first arose? As you give that worry the attention and space to be heard, is there any emotional change within you? You may even discover that the worry isn't actually as big as originally thought. Sometimes solutions can suddenly appear out of nowhere. Moving from worry to action marks you resolving that problem in some way. And in my next podcast, I'm going to explore moving from worry to action in a bit more detail. I mentioned before that you would want to set a time limit to your worry time don't want to be spending hours in that worry zone. So once your worry time comes to an end, maybe set an alarm to alert you, then that is it. Worry time is over for the day. Acknowledge the work you have done with your worries. Give yourself a pat on the back for self-care. And for the worries, any still left on the list? Well, you can come back to them tomorrow with your full attention and focus when the time is right for you. So come the end of worry time, mark its ending by consciously detaching yourself, shifting to doing something totally different. Go and do something you enjoy that's nice. I'm a great one for cake and a cuppa. Move to a different room or environment, step outside, anything. Something you will enjoy to switch your attention to a different, more positive vibe. Making your worry time an action you undertake consistently over time, you may discover patterns, maybe recurring worries about a specific thing or in a particular area of your life, such as work or relationships. Or you might discover that a number of different worries are actually interconnected. Like most good techniques and helpful actions in managing ourselves, this approach takes time and patience to really work. But with both of them, over time and with consistency, it can help you to manage your worries more effectively by becoming more aware of your thoughts and worries as they arise. You become more mindful, enabling you to acknowledge your worries at their earlier stages. You can become more comfortable with parking worries until a later time, 
and become more able to temper your initial feelings when a worry arises rather than rocketing to the point of anxiety. And you're giving your worries the necessary time and attention to explore why it arose and how it made you feel and then prioritise your worries where you have a number. And all of this enables you to move forward towards action and resolution and making for a calmer response to those worries and concerns that pop up along the way in your relationship with yourself and with the world. So why not go for it? Well, that's all for now. My name is Richie and this has been another podcast by Develop Direction in Life. I hope you found it useful and enjoyed it. And if you have, why not share it with someone? Ciao for now.